0: Welcome to BMB Books and Banter, a podcast where we are currently reading through Brandon Sanderson's Stormlight Archive. This is Linda.
1: And I'm Sarah. We're currently reading the first book, The Way of Kings.
0: And this is going to be one of our shorter episodes. All right. We're on chapter 63.
1: Hang on, I dropped my book.
0: <laughs> are we really ready?
1: 63. Chapter
0: 363, fear. Thank you. Um, I really have nothing to say about the quote.
1: Mm. It's, I think what I'd say about it is that you get the note saying sample largely useless, where the quote is clearly talking to somebody or directing its thoughts at somebody, but we don't know. Obviously, who's speaking and who's receiving.
0: Well, my question is like, how much of this is prejudice, and how much of this is based off of the information in the quote, right? Mm. So, and then the circumstances around the death too is also interesting. So, a Shin sailor yeah, left behind a shin, by his crew,
1: which means Zeth's kin. <laughs> <laughs> Words, what? <laughs>
0: I mean, that sounds like it could be a fun fun name somewhere for somebody's IGN.
1: I said kin, as in...
0: Yeah, kin, as in... Yeah, kin, yeah I know. But if you put it together, Zeskin could That's be... That's true. Yeah, right?
1: I, I, <laughs> not what I meant, but okay, I'll take, <laughs> take yeah. your
0: point. If anybody uses it for a gaming tag, let us know.
1: Mm. <laughs> Did we know that... The Shin were sailor- had sailors among them?
0: Oh, we think so, because they have merchants.
1: Hmm, maybe this is how their merchants all get around.
0: I mean, they have... S- I mean, we saw merchants visiting the Shin. I guess we don't know that.
1: On land, as far I was under the assumption it was land, but it could be sea. Yeah, it's very possible it was sea, considering the mountains that surround them. It's probably easier to travel by sea. Yeah. Maybe from the north or something. Anyway, what isn't surprising is that sailors are superstitious. Yes. That's quite a common trope.
0: I would hate to say that it kind of makes sense, but they, <laughs> I could see a case arguing for it. Mm.
1: And they abandoned him because... Well, they didn't abandon him. They left him behind because he was bad luck.
0: Right. And I feel like... It didn't sound like he was injured when they left him behind, but but it was still like recent or a big enough event that's how people remember the sailor.
1: Mm. Yeah. Suspicious. hmm
0: Alright. Let's uh hang out with our boy Kaladin here. See what he's up to.
1: Mm-hmm. What is he up to? <laughs> <laughs> um
0: Kaladin is working on making basically more armor sets. And at this point, he's asking for five of them. And it seems to be that Leighton Layton is the only person that has the trade skill and the knowledge to really be efficient about this. And now that they're available to openly work on this, right? Kaladin can actually enlist help
1: Well, it means that Leighton can work on it without being questioned. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, Leighton is an apprentice, or was an apprentice. Um, Apprentice armorer?
0: Yeah. But that's the thing. It turns out it was Kaladin who worked on it previously, right? Yeah. Leighton's comment was, like, surprised that things kind of held together.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It held on through Kaladin's hopes and dreams.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so now, like, the consequences following this, right, is Shen gets to stay behind on bridge runs. Matal just doesn't even want to look at this guy, <laughs> like, just Kaladin's such a walk.
1: <laughs> well, no, I mean, Shen doesn't want to look at Kaladin. So... Well, Shen, yeah, yes, yes. So They've Shen made the decision be... that it's probably best for everybody if he is not on bridge runs.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also, like, Mattel doesn't want to really deal with Kaladin at this point, either.
1: Mm-hmm. He's realized why he Kaladin is such a dangerous person to have under your command.
0: Mm-hmm. And the things that should have been, like, foolproof in resolving the situation don't work out the way they thought it would, right? So we have... You know, Gaz's attempts to, I would say, like, destroy Bridge Four, you know, by making it harder for him to survive.
1: Yeah, all of the sabotage attempts against Bridge Four since Kaladin survived that night in the High Storm, none of them have done what they want it to do.
0: I mean, the fact that he was strung up and left in the High Storm should have been a almost guaranteed death.
1: It was supposed to be a guaranteed death. No one else had survived before.
0: Right. So yeah, Kaladin's just defying all expectations.
1: Mm -hmm. And he has made himself very visible for everybody else in that camp. Even more so than now, because he's he's starting to do some crazy stuff on bridge runs. Mm -hmm. And they can't exactly just get rid of him now.
0: Exactly. And so Kaladin's taking advantage of the situation. And he says, well, we need to go, you know, find more of these armor pieces.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so, you know, gets their scavenging quota reduced.
1: So they have more time to work on the armor.
0: As well as more time to train, right? So buying that space and buying some breathing room again.
1: Yep. Yeah. And for them to have a reason to be down in the chasms with light, with spheres.
0: Yeah, light that was voluntarily given.
1: Without Kaladin paying over and above for it. Mm-hmm. Do we want to talk more about um Leighton?
0: About his background? I'm okay if we don't.
1: Yeah, we can move on. I think it's ingenious that they're using the carapace. Carapace.
0: Yeah. That's the armor.
1: Yeah, because they're like they're not even spending any money. Like the sedeus doesn't have to put any money towards the armor these guys are wearing. Cause they're using all of the stuff that the army would just not even look at or touch normally. But it turns out it's very useful. It's better than I
0: mean if if it were normal then Kaladin would have Less access, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that also being said, like, I think there is some amount of respect for the dead. So, yeah. Like, it's it's definitely not culture to be, to be doing this. But desperate times calls for desperate measures.
1: I thought the carapace was a creature.
0: No, I think those are from the body... From the Parshendi bodies, because they have...
1: No, I thought they were only using the bones for the shields.
0: No, because... I kind of just assumed that in order to even make kind of, like, the breastplate, like, it was... Like, no, maybe, maybe this is a good point to talk about. You <laughs> had to look up the first armor, right?
1: Yeah, the carapace is from the Fiends. Oh, the Parshendi also have a carapace.
0: Yeah. So I just assumed it was the Parshendi.
1: I I sort of decided it was the Chasm Fiends because the other option was...
0: Very... It's kind of sickening. Yeah. <laughs> and a very uncomfortable... Yeah. I That's why I was like, what? <laughs> this is not very... That's why I was like, this is not very culture.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, I'd agree. Uh, yeah. If it's from the Parshendi, n- No. No, but if they, they could be using from the chasm fiends as well, because there are chasm fiends down there. There are. Well, just attention. Hang on. Sils brings them back. Oh, that's that's salvage. It's probably from the Parshendi. I'm being too optimistic about that.
0: Yeah, that's why I was I was struggling a little with, with, with some of how this is kind of going down.
1: Yeah, it's really creepy. I don't like it. I find it very disturbing I'd like to go back to thinking it was from the Jasmine Fiends but now it's in my head and
0: I'm sorry
1: (laughs) (laughs) okay Um, well then uh,
0: let's Let's move move on on. yeah
1: I think it's very funny that Kaladin has come round to um, envying his former self practicing under a hot midday sun because at least he'd be able to see then
0: yeah you never. There's always what. Um, there's always lower lows. I, what's the what's the what's the saying? I'm going for. It's never as bad as you think it is.
1: Mm. Uh.
0: <laughs> Anyways, we're we're struggling today. Um well,
1: they are making do with what they have. Yes. In terms of light and conditions, and they are working really hard as well.
0: Yeah. I think, like, Bridge Forest is just seeing the results of their hard work, which only motivates them more. And, you know, I hate to say that their circumstances are getting better day by day, but a little bit at a time, it sort of is, right? Now they have light. I mean, I guess it's more like it vacillates up and down. As I was saying, like, it gets better day by day. I was like, wait. Like, right before this bridge run, it was pretty pretty terrible (laughs) or they didn't have enough sleep
1: yeah the bridge run changed it Mm -hmm. for them Kaladin's actions changed it for them so the fact is that they can look up a little bit now they know that they are in a better spot than they were before then
0: Mm -hmm. yeah so apparently uh, Scar and Mosh are the two most skilled spearmen
1: hmm and Kaladin, when he looks at them, thinks about his own dedication previously and how dangerous it could be if he doesn't also manage over-dedication.
0: Yeah, so that's what he's trying to do.
1: Mm. Because it's not just dedicate your, all of your effort into this, it's managing yourself to not burn out at the same time.
0: All things in moderation. Mm
1: -hmm. Know your limits.
0: Yeah. And as we were talking about, you know, Bridge 4 going through their ups and downs, Kaladin has noticed that the change of the attitude of of his Bridge crew, right? Where previously they were just so focused on themselves that they are willing to sacrifice the new or the weak at the you know front of the bridge right just be like so they can have more assurance that they will survive that bridge run for that day mm. and now they all volunteer for you know the most dangerous jobs like it seems like everyone's eager to be one of the few who can put on like this set of armor and attract the arrows to protect the others
1: mm. to be the shield for the rest of their team.
0: Mm-hmm. And Kaladin is pondering about Sadeus's leadership, right? Like the heroes look at the potential of just this group of people. And if you take that thought and extrapolate it across or apply it across the rest of his army, it's like, could he have a better army. Could he have a more motivated army?
1: Mm. He would. <laughs> that's that's the thing. What Kaladin is doing, Sadeus could absolutely have benefited from a long time ago had he looked at these people as people and not fodder for his wars and battles.
0: Yeah. But I feel like Sadeus is the type of person that says what is the maximum benefit I could achieve with the most minimal amount of work? And he came, and that's, that was the status quo that Kaladin found himself in.
1: Because slaves are cheaper than training up an army.
0: Mm-hmm. Back to Kaladin's conversation about Mosh, though, before we get like really far off the beaten track. Kaladin, this is the first time who he's really mentioned to other people how... How he was after Tien's death, right?
1: Yeah, he doesn't really talk about it at all. Only in his head. And then he he tells himself to just be quiet. So it's good that he's opening up. Even if it's just a acknowledgement of who it is. Instead of actually just talking in depth about it. The fact that he has even acknowledged it.
0: Yeah, where previously he would have said, I've lost somebody. Mm. But everybody's kind of lost somebody um i was actually surprised it was to mosh instead of to um blinking on name
1: rock read my mind
0: teft yes
1: well i think he does point out here that it's mosh who doesn't hold him in as much reverence as the rest of as
0: everybody else
1: so he's a little bit more comfortable
0: but does Teft, like, have that amount of reverence for Kaladin?
1: I see. I think Teft keeps asking him questions he doesn't want to answer. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't want to face. It did that for a long time. Even though Teft was completely right. <laughs> so. Right.
0: And Teft is trying to figure out what's going on and yeah. potentially guide as much as possible. Yeah, I, I could see how, the- how it's different.
1: There is. Mosh isn't asking him the real difficult questions.
0: Right. And here, Kaladin is in more of a mentor mode.
1: Mm. And I mean, they are sharing information. So, like, Mosh is admitting that...
0: He wants revenge.
1: He wants vengeance, yeah. And he wants to murder somebody.
0: Right. But he said he would have given up those plans of vengeance, but that Kaladin gave it back to him by giving him this, like second wind of life, right? And so he promises to guard Kaladin with his life. Mm. That said, like, if the push comes to shove, what will Mosh choose, right? Is he gonna uphold this vow, or is he gonna, like, take his vengeance first?
1: That's the thing. What if this vengeance and Bridge Four interact? What's gonna happen? Yeah, we
0: don't know who who um, Mosh is gunning after. Yeah. So that'd be interesting.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And we know Kaladin also has his own personal grudges he would love for a chance to settle.
1: With a couple of quite a few people in his own army camp.
0: Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm just surprised that those interactions haven't happened yet. Or if they're just so secure in, their, in the fact that, like... Kaladin is a slave, and there's n- that's the end-all of it. Yeah. It's just only a matter of time. Yeah. Like, I wonder if, like, Amaran is watching Kaladin's whole situation. Because Kaladin's intentional, like you said, being very public, right?
1: Mm. He is. And every time Sidaeus walks by, he has to sort of keep it reined in. and Yeah. So any chance of interaction between the two of them could be very different. I
0: wonder what Amaran is feeling as he like randomly gets news every so often. Oh, you know, the slave uh, was set out to pun.
1: Has he made the connection? I
0: don't know. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, because they would just say somebody in the bridge crew, right? They wouldn't never say Kaladin's name because most people wouldn't really call him by his name, right? Mm. It's just one of those in the passing.
1: Yeah, you know, the... That bridge four guy. And then everyone will instantly know who you're talking about.
0: Right. And they'll be like, oh, he's still alive. <laughs> mm.
1: But there, there'd be no connection to say, oh, Kaladin is that bridge four guy.
0: Yeah. So maybe Amaram isn't even worried and he's not even seeing these warning signs. Mm. Very possible. Yeah. And so we also have conversation between Rock and Kaladin.
1: Mm. We get a little bit more of the plan, actually, for escape.
0: Yeah, Rock's plan.
1: Yes, I, I think Rock's plan's a great plan.
0: <laughs> All right, seek Carbrenth, where there are no slaves, then go to the peaks where they'll be heroes.
1: Mm-hmm. And we can hang out in the peaks.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and Rock's being super logical, saying that, yeah, we can survive here, and we can limit the deaths as much as possible, but as... As long as we continue going on these bridge runs, we will lose people. It's just inevitable.
1: Yep, yep. Unfortunately.
0: Mm-hmm. And it seems like Rock and Sigzel have become thick as thieves. Mm. They're now go like that's Rock's go-to person. Ah, huh? oh, we need to come out with a uh, with another plan. Let me see. We have some ideas. He's like false
1: trail, distraction. <laughs> We can convince the Deus that we died.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> During a bridge run. But Rock's having a great time with us.
1: Mm. And it's actually just mentioned in passing that Kaladin did try to talk to Sigzel about Hoyd. Oh ho ho. So that's who he is. Sigzel's master. hmm But he didn't there was no there was no discussion, unfortunately. Sigzel said no information. But
0: did Hoyd tell
1: Kaladin his name was
0: Hoyd or did I miss or did I? Or am yes. I overthinking this moment? Okay.
1: He told him to call him Hoyd, even though that's not his name, that's the name of someone he loves.
0: Oh yes. You are correct. I remember that now. hmm And then the bridge crew, the bridge crew would love for Kaladin to show off his spear skills. Mm. And Kaladin says no.
1: Well, I mean, Kaladin is afraid that if he picks up the spear again, he's going to want to just go with the spear. Yeah. And I think
0: you're right. I think a lot of Tev's question forces Kaladin to do a lot of self-reflection, mm-hmm. like examine what he is currently capable of,
1: mm-hmm.
0: versus when he talks to other people, it's... He's not forced to have to look at himself and answer to these, to these questions, right? Mm. The questions of, like, who are you basically, and where are we going?
1: Mm. Yeah, and Kaladin does really need to stay in that, where, like, leadership planning, role as long as possible. Yeah, he can't afford to be caught up in seeking his own revenge. Yeah, and the
0: next person like should anything happen to Kellen, the next person who could potentially like take his spot, I think is actually Taft.
1: Mm. And he's a nice little band of sub-lieutenants underneath him now, I think.
0: Yeah. Well, who do you think would be able to unite Bridge Four? Like if if we're talking like the soul and keeping the squad together. You know, being the glue. Do you think it'd be rock? Would rock count? I think rock is the heart. There's a difference. Actually it could actually be um 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 <laughs> herdazian. What's his name? Our one armed herdazian. I'm blinking on his name. Lopen. Lopen, yes. I think Lopen could help be the glue. Mm-hmm. Like I think he might at this point be the glue. Mm. Aside from Kaladin. Yeah. And then in terms of being able to do strategy and tactics, that just comes down to only Taft who understands army workings and so it's interesting.
1: And then you have Rock and Sigil banding together to strategize exit strategies.
0: Creative mm-hmm. exit strategies. <laughs> yeah. So it seems like all the roles that Kaladin has, like, taken up when he first started, he's found, like, support in each of those key areas, which is kind of interesting to think about. Yep, it is. And we will cover Chapter 64 next time. If you enjoyed this episode, please share this with your friends and follow us on Twitter or on Instagram at bnbanterpodcast. Again, that's B n banter podcasts to get episode updates if you extra love us please leave a review wherever you get your podcast to help spread the joy